And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 93 today. Your host, TJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, my father, Tommy Savaro. Kurtzman, how are we doing tonight, brother? Um, good. I feel like we, I feel like we just did this last night, so uh, <laughs> ready, to talk, ready to talk about the games. Yeah, you need to get your energy up already. Off-rip, need your energy up. You're definitely laying down doing the podcast right now. <laughs> I definitely was laying down. <laughs> Dad, how are we doing tonight? like to be sleeping right now all right nice energy to start the podcast i see i'm the only one who's bringing the energy tonight um this is the last week of the regular season before the playoffs so there's obviously a lot riding on the line for our week seven preview it's crazy that it's so many games in seven weeks as well Chris. I mean, i feel like that was uh like that was a lot this season yeah no uh a fast-paced season and uh a lot of injuries maybe with double headers we need to be gone but uh i thought overall is that a thing is that a thing more people got injured in the second uh game of doubleheader no i just feel like a lot more people were tired bodies were tired but uh no i think well uh it was a good season so i'm excited for week seven do we have anything um we want to say here before we get into the games is there any um you know storylines going on around the league here entering the final week of the regular season um i think who's gonna play quarterback for tcu is an interesting question well, uh, not I was, sure if it's not, I was more so speaking sure about you guys versus Dartmouth for the one seed, things like that. Well, Eric's gone again. No, Eric's playing. He's I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, we actually that's we don't know. That's is that is a good question. Um, me versus Dartmouth for the one seed. Georgia versus FSU. Can TCU beat Georgia to get like give themselves a chance to get into the the playoffs? Um, definitely a couple of things to look for in week seven. I wish some teams, different teams, were playing each other, but um, gotta get everyone their nine games, so it can't be really changing the schedule now. Who's Florida playing? Florida plays against Georgia. Georgia. All right, let's get into the week seven games. We have an eight thirty a.m. game this week, an eight thirty slot. Blue Mountain State versus Michigan State. Is there uh, is there playoff implications in this one, Kurtzman? Um, both teams are in the playoffs. Michigan State currently the five, BMS currently the nine, I believe, or the eight, I believe. Um, the BMS could pr- possibly move up to as high as six and get out of the plane. I think if you four, if you're four and four right now, a win could get you out of the playing game. So they're definitely both teams are still playing for something. Michigan State with a six win would guarantee themselves a top five seed. Um, and that's huge for them because I know Sam Allen might not be able to make a playing game appearance. So it would be important for them to get a win against Blue Mountain State this week. Um, Blue Mountain State coming in 2-0 and off their last two games. They honestly look like a completely different team on both sides of the ball. I think that if they can carry that momentum into this week, they could give Mission State a scare. Dad. Mm. How you feeling about this one, Blue Mountain State, Michigan State? I think uh, Blue Mountain State is reborn. Uh, sweeping that double header. I'm kind of looking at it different now. You know, I always had faith in Vin, and then uh, the team kind of took a, a little hiatus. I don't know what happened, but uh, it seems you know they got it back um, defensively. Mikey's been great, talking up a great game, and also backing it up with his talk. Uh, I like Bryce. I like him as a weapon. I think him and Mike are a great one-two punch for uh, for Vin. And uh, I think that's why they won the double huddle last week, and they're coming in strong this week. Yeah, I, I think – oh, sorry. I was going to say, Chris, 
Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, my question, I was going to ask you a question here, Chris, but you could say what you wanted to say and then answer after. Yeah. Do you think teams have figured Michigan State out? Um, I think that – I think no, I think Michigan State got off to a slow start in the last game, but I think that there is clearly a blueprint out there to beat Michigan State kind of to stall their offense. Um, they have good weapons, but – Sam could be a little limited as a quarterback. He's used creativity and a lot of different offensive sets to kind of keep teams off balance. But I feel like this weekend you saw Texas Tech really jump on them early and take a really big lead and feel comfortable about the game, even though the score did show it was only an eight-point win. Um, they controlled that game, and Michigan State had to get two onside kicks to really get back into that one. Um, I'm not sure if there's like it's like been figured out. I just think that they are who they are. Okay, that's all right. I feel like I feel like um, I was gonna say they haven't figured out. I'm, I guess I'll start with the pick here. I'm gonna take Blue Mountain State in this one. I like them coming off those two wins last week, and uh, MSU might be a little bit deflated, but you know those are two teams I guess that are trending in opposite opposite directions here. I know Sam would probably counter and be like, "Oh, it was just one game," but um, I think Blue Mountain State's riding heater right now, and. This would be if they win this game. You're saying that they could get this, um, this you know, bye week off, right? Yeah. Maybe this game does mean a little bit more to Sam because, especially if he can't be there, this might feel. This is kind of this is not a loser go home game, but it's kind of you know like a, a playoff game. This low key is but if you want that bye, there might be teams that that just want to play every week and want to, and keep it going, keep the momentum going. But um, I'm definitely going to take Blue Mountain saying this one. I'm going to take Vin Gargano to to keep it going in that Blue Mountain State uh, team to get a win in the first 8.30 game of the season. Carson. Um, before we were, like, going back at each other real quick, figuring out who was going to talk, I was going to say Blue Mountain State with Vin Gargano and Vin Arena on the D-line have been absolutely dominant. It's been a big reason as to why their defense has been so good. Um, I, I, it's funny because I just kind of bashed Michigan State a little bit, but I think I'm going to take Michigan State – um blue mountain state's been very inconsistent this season we just saw their best day out of them and they beat sobes who's not in the playoffs and they beat oregon who's currently below them the nine seed so good wins you need to get those wins to be in the playoffs but they're an inconsistent group and i haven't seen them play together week after week so i think i'm going to roll with the team who's been more consistent this year i'm going to take michigan state fair enough i've picked against i, I don't think i've correctly pitch, picked against michigan state once this season so that's looking good for you Kurtzman. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think that uh, Michigan State has a better team. I really do. But uh, I think I'm going to go with Ben this week. Uh, he's rolling hot. And I need Sam to step up and, and play a great game. Uh, you know, a, a lot of a lot of questions in the league, whether he can play against the better better teams, the better quarterbacks in the league. Here's his chance. He's got to step up and shine. Uh, unfortunately, I, I see it going, Ben. I see, I see Mikey getting in his head, his head early in Sam's head. And, uh, and Mikey won't stop talking the whole game. And, and the thing is, Mike can back it up. Uh, I like the way the defense is playing. Uh, I like the direction our offense has been in, been going. I'm going to go with uh, Blue Mountain State in this one. All right, so we're both on Blue Mountain State. Kurtzman's on MSU. Let's move on to the lone 9 a.m. game then, in the 9 a.m. slot. Wyoming against Dartmouth. Kurtzman, what are the implications on this one? You said me versus Dartmouth? Yes. Um. Winner gets the one seed, 
Dartmouth seven and one could get to eight and one, and then would have the tiebreaker over me, regardless of what I do in my second game, if they were to beat us. And for me, I'm seven and zero right now. So if we beat them, we couldn't fall below eight and one, and we'd have the tiebreaker over anybody, but no one else could get one or two losses. So the winner gets the one seed. So I've been looking forward to this matchup for a few weeks. I know the team has been uh, looking forward to this one, just kind of get this one out of the way, hopefully get a victory and move into the playoffs undefeated. Dad, how do you feel about this one? Uh, Chris has got his compliment to, of uh, his, his best players. He's got Danino back. He's got a, a hot uh, Pat Reddington. Uh, I think that uh, it's going to be a tall order for uh, Dartmouth this week against a very, very cerebral team in Wyoming. I'm nervous for Dartmouth offensively because they struggled last week against Oregon, moving the ball and scoring touchdowns. And I think Wyoming has the best defense in the league right now. So if you struggled last week, um, you really got to write that ship quick before you play Wyoming because that defense is, in my opinion, and I think probably the stats would back it up too, Chris, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not wrong here. You guys are the best defense in the league. And we've been saying it on the podcast. I feel like everyone's been saying it around the league. So um, Dartmouth, they're going to have to score. They're going to need big plays in this game, and they're going to have to turn you over. If they're going to win this game, they're going to have to turn you over and get, you know, maybe a pick six down to the one, down to two, something like that, where they're in really good position to score because um, you have one punt on the season, Gersman? Yeah. Oh, you, got, so annoyed. you guys have punted one time, so they're definitely going to uh, need to turn you over or get these, you know, early first, second down stops where you guys don't get positive yards and, you know, maybe force you into some punts as, you know, no team has really made you guys punt, like literally one punt on the entire season. So um, they uh, they would definitely – they definitely need to, to get going on the early downs in this one, Chris. Yeah, no, um, I think the biggest question for us going into the the week, this past week was I was I was curious to see how our flag grabbing was going to be against somebody that was as shifty as Jirak. Um and after seeing how we did, really didn't miss any big fly grabs that turned into big gains. I was very pleased by that. And I think that with that being, I thought what I thought was our weakness, now I'm confident in. I think that we are, as long as we don't make mistakes and beat ourselves, I'm not really sure where the recipe is for us to lose. We can score with teams when we need to. We always score when we need to. And our defense speaks for itself. So, I'm super confident going to this one. I'll start the picks. Obviously, I'm taking myself. Um, we're riding high right now, and I'm ready to keep it rolling. Dad? I'm going to roll with, uh, with Kurtzman in Wyoming. I'm taking Wyoming as well. Um, I don't know if I bet against you this year, Kurtzman. Yeah, it's a first. Yeah, I really I really don't think – I don't know if – I don't know if I – maybe I took Georgia over you and that game never even happened. But I don't, I don't remember if I did or if I didn't. But I feel like I haven't been against you the entire year, and you know you haven't lost yet. So Joe is going to be disgusted with us that that neither me or you picked them in this huge game here for the one seed. Um, if is there any chance that Dartmouth doesn't get the two seed if they lose? Um, State yes, if they lost and Florida State beat Georgia, Dartmouth would slip to the three. Okay. Uh, okay. Interesting. Definitely Interesting. possible. Well, yeah. Wait. Definitely possible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that means if FSU won, that means Georgia would have to lose, which would drop them below Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next slate here, the 10 a.m. slate. We have, Chris, but I'll stick with your team, Wyoming against 
TCU. The playoff implications on this one would be um, well, TCU's TCU's second game is probably their more important one. They need to get a win in one of their next two. I see Ole Miss is a little bit more of a beatable opponent for them. Um, they they're but they're playing they're playing this game first, obviously. So that's that's priority number one for them. Uh, we're going to be tired from a game prior, so we're going to have to really bring the energy like we did the, our, for our last uh, doubleheader week and really just give ourselves a boost of energy in the first half, not kind of fall asleep and fall behind a team that we should be able to handle. Um, TCU, Dylan playing quarterback, possibly Eric playing quarterback. We'll be ready for both. Both have like similar styles. Eric's a little bit better of a passer, but Dylan probably a little faster and more athletic. So, um We'll be ready for both, but I think as long as we take care of Dartmouth, we'll keep riding high into another one. So this would be the first Bear Down team to go undefeated in the regular season? Um, yeah. If, you, if so. you were to come out both wins. So if you win this first game against Dartmouth, yes. are you going to be satisfied with the one seed? Or are you going to go for the undefeated no, season? No, I'm going for the undefeated season for sure. Oh, oh and 2 oh and 2 incoming for Kirsten now. Oh and 2 incoming for Kirsten. Oh, oh and 2 incoming. That's what Tommy said last time, so. Ooh, you did say he's going to win two. This, this is what I think. <laughs> after, after, they, after they win the first game, if, if they win the first game, maybe they cruise the second game. Maybe Kershaw doesn't play. Maybe the starters. Yeah, he low manages. <laughs> yeah, only because if Florida, uh, I mean, if TCU wins, eliminates Florida, I think Florida's a better team. And, I don't you know, think Kershaw's throwing a game in his league. Yeah, to, to to put, put, T, put TCU in a, a, a weaker team than Florida. I mean, record-wise, doesn't say so. so. You're suggesting we all know that Florida's a better team. You're suggesting Crispin uh, doesn't play quarterback in the second I, game. I don't know. I mean, I mean, he no. You would want TCU up. to. You wouldn't want TCU to win if you want Florida in the playoffs. You'd want me to win. That's right. What am I saying? <laughs> what? Yeah, you'd want. You'd want me to win. Yeah, I'm saying you throw the game. TCU wins. No, why would I throw the game? Because uh, he think he thinks that he thinks you'd rather see TCU than Florida. Right in the playoffs. Sure, maybe. Oh, see, there um, you go. There, I think, there, listen, there's a bug right there. I would listen. It would be all time funny if Kurtzman beats, if this is a big if, if Kurtzman beats Dartmouth and then comes into this game and um, <laughs> Dylan is the one who ruins the, the Wyoming undefeated season at quarterback. I'll never hear the end of it. That would be, that would be hilarious. But I'll start with the pick here. I'm definitely taking Wyoming. I have you guys being the first team in Bear Down history. To go undefeated throughout a regular season, Dad. I don't think Kirsten's team lets him lose the second game. No, Kirsten's looking to throw it. <laughs> so, uh, no, that team is too good. They're not gonna. They're not gonna lose to that team. Kurtzman, are you picking TS- TCU for the uh, finale? Yeah, I think I'm gonna take TCU. <laughs> All right, let's move on to let's move on to the other 10 a.m. game: Alabama against Texas Tech. Kurtzman. Um. What are the, any implications for TCU uh, for Texas Tech here? Yeah, Alabama's eliminated. Texas yep. Tech can also with a win, and obviously I, I'm gonna have to look at the point differentials after the weeks are over, kind of to see which five win team is the six seed. Because right now the six seed is Ole Miss at four and four, but that can change with results from these games with point differentials. So um, a win for Texas Tech could get them as high as the five or the six seed. Okay. Yeah. Dad, so. I was say, Dad, how do you feel about this one? Well, it seems that, you know, every time Dilly uh, gets dealt uh, a blow to his offense where he loses a receiver to injury, he still steps up and his team's still rolling. Uh, they don't miss a beat offensively. Dilly does a great job pulling the plays. 
and uh, making that team move. Uh, I, I like Texas Tech in this one. Yeah, I'm taking Texas Tech in this one as well. Um, I hope uh, Alabama comes to play. I hope they, they come ready and they're competitive, even though they're not getting to the playoffs, trying to get another win on the season here. But we had Billy on the podcast on Tuesday. He was phenomenal on the podcast. Shout out to Billy. Um, he loves the way that his team is playing. Do we know? Do we have status of Jelani in this game, Christmas? No, I don't know. Okay. So I'm just going to assume he's going to be there for whatever reason. And they'll play, and they'll play really well. I'm taking Texas Tech. Yeah, um, Alabama with nothing to play for. Um, it'll probably just be low, low energy from them. Texas Tech is a team that always brings energy with Harnish, J.K.O.L., LaTempa. Um, they kind of set the tone in the trenches for them. So I'm expecting Texas Tech to kind of roll in this one. Probably a big day from Billy, big day from Steve. Steve now leads the league in receiving in wow. catches. Wow, tough. So um, I assume Steve and Billy will both get theirs. But uh, hope for Alabama to keep competitive. Not sure you're going to play quarterback for them, but uh, we'll have to see. Dad, you took Texas Tech as well. Texas Tech, yeah. All right, let's go to the 11 a.m. slate. This is actually like a weird podcast because like so many of these stuff is kind of like already set. This like it's kind of an anticlimactic week seven. Would you agree? Um, Yeah, not really a crazy a lot of. uh, The calm before the storm. Yeah, I think the playoffs are going to be wild, though. Yeah, playoffs definitely going to be wild. All right, 11 a.m. slate. TCU against Ole Miss. Do we have any playoff implications in this one? Yeah, I mean, this is the I, – I, I hate – like, I hate sounding so cocky, but this is the more winnable game for TCU. Mm. Um, TCU knows they – they one win secures them a playoff spot. If they get no wins, they can still rely on Georgia to beat Florida to get into the playoffs. Um they TCU just needs to come out, do what they did last week, keep the energy high. And if they are able to kind of stalwart the deep passing attack of Ole Miss, then they could be, they're going to find themselves in the game. But Ole Miss is the type of team where if you let Tommy get on you early, the offense might not stop. So I'm afraid that there's definitely, there's definitely blowout potential in the way of Ole Miss blowing out TCU in this game. We've seen TCU give up a lot of points in most of their games this season. Um, if Tommy is on his game and playing better than he did last week, you're going to possibly see a blowout from Ole Miss. It's a um, good game for, for uh, Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss didn't play well the entire either game. They got one win against Alabama, but I can tell you they didn't play well. I watched the entire game. Um, but this could be, like you said, a get-back week for them. And TCU better be prepared because – Ole Miss's offense is quick hitting. Tommy's always looking downfield, and they can they can get on you fast. I, I just hope Tommy stops uh, the dancing in the pocket. Take the yards when you got it. Um, you know, always got to make six people miss in the backfield. It's, it's so funny. We're so picky, Kurtzman, because we're like critiquing Tommy. We're like, yo, you need to move around the backfield more. And now we're like, you move around the backfield too much. <laughs> That's literally it. But like he, he does it like he's so good at it. Like he's gotten to a point where he can make most guys miss multiple times on a play, but it's those ones where you get sacked are so demoralizing because you could take the easy 10 yard rush. Um, you could take the dump off to a lineman for five or seven yards. It's just those sacks can be such killers. And that kind of is what kept Alabama in the game against them probably led to their demise against Oregon. So um I just saw uh, Tommy. Tommy's a, a beast. Leads league in touchdowns, total touchdowns. Uh, I just, I, I don't know. I got to critique something, right? Dad, how do you feel about this one? I was very disappointed in uh, Ole Miss last week. I didn't think they played well at all, even though I got away with a win. 
Um, they, 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 listen, they can put a points with any team in this league. Uh, they got Giuseppe and they got Paulie. Giuseppe's like the, the Julian Edelman out of the league. And if he, he's that, then uh, I'll go with Moss for, for, for Paul. He's a big, big target, fast, great hands, runs great routes. Uh, I haven't, listen, I have no doubt Tommy can get the ball. Uh, uh, they, they have to step it up. You don't want to have – you don't want to go into the playoffs limping in. Uh, last year, they got blown out right before the playoffs, uh, the last game of the season, and it carried right over into the, the first round of the playoffs. Today. No, they got to come out, finish strong, go into the playoffs with a head of steam. Who are you taking? I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I'm also taking Ole Miss in this game. I think this is a big week for them. Um, I got TCU at 0-2 needing Georgia to beat Florida for them to get into the playoffs then. But um, I just, you know, I think it's going to be a tough weekend for them. I'm taking Ole Miss in this one, Kurtz. Yeah. Um, TCU showed a lot of fight and resiliency last week. But at the end of the day, it was against the Alabama team who didn't have their, their quarterback for most of the second half, the, of the whole second half and some of the first half. Um, they probably still get in the playoffs, even though they go 0 2 on the day. I'm taking Ole Miss. Ole Miss wants this win because they probably secured the sixth seed with this win which would give them a bye week and a much-needed rest week. Um, so they got something to play for. All right, we're all on, uh, we're all on Ole Miss here. We're all on Ole Miss. Yeah, not a lot of uh, parity right now in the picks. Yeah, I know. It sucks. Um, <laughs> 11, <laughs> uh, the, playoff, the playoffs. So we're gonna keep, hey, the playoffs will be good, though. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to the uh, other 11 a.m. game. We got Florida against Georgia. This is Florida. Is it winning? You're in if you're Florida. Or no, it's winning. You need TCU to go zero and two, like we predicted. Yes, if you win and TCU goes one and one, I think there's an outside chance, but I'm not. I have to look at the, the point differentials with them coming to play. So Florida absolutely has to win, or their season is over. Yeah, Florida loses um, their season is over. Could we say that? Would that? Would you make the argument that Florida is at like after like week two or three or four, right? first few weeks of the season. If I told you now that Florida wasn't going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, I'd be would, a little shocked. Would you be shocked? Yeah, I would. They, they're a good team. Like I said, they're competitive every game. And they're right there. Uh, and I think it's a good team. I, I think it's actually too good to be on the outside looking in, you know? So do you think that IB stabs the da- the dagger in their heart this week and rips their hearts out or no? Yeah, because IB can do that. Uh, it's a good, talented team. What's the situation when I know they, they – they don't have uh, uh, Tyson anymore. Are they being awarded a player? Well, um, or that's they... that will be discussed off the podcast. Okay, that will be that will be in in private well, discussion. It's, it's important. That I don't think I don't think we'll talk about for this week. Don't talk about moving forward. Talk about this week. All right. Are they Kurtzman? I don't think they well, are. They're not getting anyone for this week, right? I don't know who's showing up for them. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I don't think I don't think they're getting a sub yeah, this week. And that, and that bothers me tremendously. You get a, a talented team like that. Uh, perennial contenders, and you have to guess every week who's, who's showing up for a team. Yeah, it's a weird dynamic. So you're taking Florida? <laughs> I, w- I would like Florida to, to win. It's just I think there's just too much talent on the other side. Kurtzman? Yeah, um, Florida's definitely hunger in this game, but I think Georgia definitely wants to get through this day 2-0, kind of get in and get out of this one, be able to rest during game for their big matchup against Florida State at 12 o'clock. Um I, I just don't see how Florida wins unless Jarrah goes stupid and they don't fly grab. But this game could be a little bit of a shootout if um, if the Georgia defense doesn't come ready to fly. Oh, 
it sucks that um, I'm taking Jarrock to be eliminated from the playoffs here. I really thought, you know, this was a really good team, and I really do think it will be the most – it will be very disappointing if they don't make the playoffs and, and they're on the outside looking in. Um, I thought they were a really good team. I still think they're a really good team. I'm just not taking them against uh, IB and Georgia here. Uh, damn, it's it, you know, it's crazy. I, I, like I said on the last podcast, we, we a lot of us had them – you know, as one of the the, uh, the top half of teams in the league, and uh, it really just went on a. When was the last time they got a win? Texas Tech, wasn't it? Texas Tech a few weeks back. Yeah. On a hail mary, right? No, that was no, that uh, wasn't hail mary. Last they, play they oh, that was Ole Miss. Play. That was Ole Miss. Yeah. Oh yeah, they stopped them on the last play. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy that um we all have Florida missing the playoffs here, but uh, let's hope they go out there and prove us wrong then. All right, let's go to the last game of the day. Only seven, uh, only seven games this week. Um, Twelve o'clock slate. Florida State against Georgia. This game could, in theory, be for the two seed. Correct? Yes. Um, could be for the two seed. Correct. It could be for the two seed, only if you beat Dartmouth. If I beat Dartmouth, this game would be for the two seed because IB has a better would have a better. Uh, point differential than Dartmouth because Dartmouth and them did not play this season. So we go down a differential. They tied and Augie beat Dartmouth in week one. So they would have the head to head. Okay. So let's, let's just talk about this game. Like it's for the two seed for fun. Okay. That, that adds more juice. That fair. That just add more, adds more juice to it. If that actually happens. Yeah, um, by itself, 12 o'clock game for the two seed. That'd be, that's a, that's a yeah, good narrative. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good headline. That, how do you feel about this one? I think it's a test for Augie. You know, um, to take the two seed by beating IB is huge. That gives him great momentum going to the playoffs. So, you know, I, I think there's plenty of incentive there for FSU. Kurtzman. Yeah, no, there's even more incentive that they'd also wouldn't have to play IB until the championship because with a hmm. with a loss, that would put IB in the 4-5 game instead of in the 3-6 game. Wow. Um, so, there's a lot to play for. I'm not sure who's trying to. Listen, I don't think anyone's going to come out and say that they're trying to avoid certain people uh, to get to the championship. Um, IB's team, IB is, is the two-time champ, back-to-back, going for the three-peat. So, obviously, if you're going to win it, you're going to have to go through him at some point. Um, but I, this game, first of all, I want to see who shows up for Georgia. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I want to see um, if Florida State's defense can kind of do what they did to us kept us low scoring, kept us, kept themselves in the game, had a chance to win late. Um, I think I'll start with my pick. I'm going to take Florida state. Um, I think that they're more of a cohesive group. And I think that they, Justin has the incentive, the crazy incentive right now to want to beat. That's what I'm saying. If Justin wins this game, Justin's going to be like, wait, I'm the one, I'm the two time defending champ, not IB. So, no, no, and that is facts. There's definitely incentive there between Justin and I.B. Augie's never beaten I.B. in his career thus far, so he's looking for that first win against him. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm taking Florida State. I think that they're a cohesive group on both sides of the ball, and you really just don't know what you're getting from Georgia. Georgia last week looked really good. Who knows who you're seeing on the field this week? Georgia's second game of doubleheader. I'm taking Florida State as well. I think Justin goes absolutely berserk in this one. And if he picks and bimbo off maybe once, maybe twice, if it happens – it's gonna be mayhem. So I like uh, I like mayhem. this one. That this game features uh, two of the league's premier two-way players, Justin versus Jack. Yeah, they they both shine on both sides of the ball. 
Uh, I think whoever has the better game actually is going to determine who the winner is. Yeah, well. Um, being, I, we have two extremely mobile quarterbacks. You have two two smart quarterbacks. Yeah, gifted receivers on both sides. I think if it comes down to to the line play, I'm going to give the edge to FSU. So all of us are picking against Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> that's wow, crazy. that's a first. That's it's definitely crazy. a first. It's crazy. I I, I trust an Augie. I, I think uh, I think Lebo is going to a big game. I think he, you know, he's been playing really well. He's he's a guy in the trenches. He he really battles for that team. Uh, I I think that uh, I think Augie's going to come up with a game plan to win this week. Yeah, I think the D line of Marola, Matt Ivino, and Lebo is fast enough to kind of contain IB and make him really work back there. Also, you've seen Augie blitz a lot on that team and Augie kind of able to do that knowing Justin's back there and kind of is always your bailout at the end of the day on defense. Um, Augie's kind of able to be able to get back there and hopefully track down IB when he's trying to run around a million and million for a million seconds and get people open. So I think Florida State has the roster mismatch, but I guess we'll have to see who shows up for Georgia and if they're ready to go. So 12 o'clock game, they'll have a game under their belt. They'll be loose, but second game back-to-back, never easy. Um, Yeah, no, I'm rolling with Florida State. I mean, uh, just crazy that we're all taking Florida State and picking against Georgia. That's definitely – I just hate the way that – Yeah. I mean, that Georgia played this year. Yeah. Like, Georgia might be, like, one of those teams that, like, in the NBA who just kind of – Like a LeBron team. Like no, not like a LeBron, like a LeBron James team. You know, actually, I like the Clippers last year, thinking they were the champs when they really weren't, and then kind of just never really putting it together. The guys don't play enough games, and uh, I don't know. Mystery. They're one of the best teams, most talented teams, and you know, they just. It sometimes seems like their heart's not in it. Yeah, no, the dynamic is interesting. I think some some of the players may have fell 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 out of love with the league. Not I did team so it's been an interesting dynamic for georgia this season but uh hopefully they turn it around this week get all their guys there for the second straight week of the season and kind of have some momentum going into the playoffs do we have any uh do you have anything else on anything league related wise kurtzman um summer registration is coming soon i'm just trying to kind of trying to finalize some stuff but, yeah. but uh be on the lookout for that the draft's probably going to be while, before this season ends in terms of the playoffs. Um, looking to start June 20th. That's just a, a, a probable start date, I should say. What the fuck? Um, and, yeah, I guess just be really, that's on the lookout for that. That's kind of all I have going right now. Um, basketball league coming soon for people who are wondering. Wow. Breaking news. Uh, breaking news, yeah. yeah. I have a chain. There was a chain found in the field this week. If anyone can identify it, I'm just not going to give it. That's how what kind of change it is. I'll get up. Did anyone ask you if uh, you found anything? No, no one did. But I will reach out to the captains and see if anyone has any concerns. All right. Um, I think that's going to be it for the podcast. Got a lot of stuff coming, so everyone be tuned for it. Uh, really excited for the end of the regular season here and to get uh, started with these playoffs. I think it's going to be the best one yet so far, Kurtzman. Yeah. Um, I'm just hoping to get to Madden now. Let's hope. Let's hope it'll be MVP, all that stuff, all the votes coming in soon. I, yeah, we actually have to do the vote. You have to submit your votes at the end of the regular season because we, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I told you, playoffs influence me. We need to make the votes before the playoffs happen. So we need to get on that. Yep. Uh, after this week's games, I'll update the stats as quickly as I can. And uh, set a deadline for the, for the picks. Yeah, I love to set a deadline for voting. 
But, uh, yeah, awards definitely coming soon, and uh, I'm excited for the rest of the season. All right, everyone, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms. We will catch you at the field on Sunday. Peace, everybody.